Paul had met Timothy and had chosen him as his collaborator, his mission partner, when Timothy was very young, maybe 20 years old. Paul had spiritually begotten Timothy, and thus he exercised the spiritual fatherhood, a spiritual paternity over him. And Paul's second letter to Timothy is actually a great act of encouragement, which is all about supporting the young man, supporting the young disciple, supporting Timothy to cope with some community challenges that were greater than him. Paul writes to him, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Actually, in your youth, live up to the gifts, the great gifts you have received. Step up your game, so to speak. The young Timothy was highly appreciated and loved by Paul, and Paul believed that the life of that young man was being converted, was being transformed into a living gospel. Yes, many times tribulations, hardships, trials shape boys into great men of God. They change girls into great women of God. It is exactly by passing through the cross that we find occasions to grow in our love for God and to move forward in our mission. But for that to happen, it's absolutely necessary to want to grow. We need to want to grow. All too easily we blame so many things and circumstances and people around us for what is going wrong. But we ourselves don't make a firm decision, a firm decision to be who God created us to be. That is, men and women of God. May your energy and the graces you have been given become instruments of salvation for yourself and a testimony of new life for others. May everything in you be coherent and consistent. What you believe in, what you say, what you do, what you hope for, what you love, may everything be in accord. May it all be harmoniously connected. I don't know if you agree with me, but the most frightening evil spirits, <laughs> evil spirit that appears throughout the gospel is called legion. I don't know if you remember, legion. That is, the one who is many. And on the other hand, what is most divine and beautiful and pure is the multiplicity that turns into unity a.k.a. the Holy Trinity, the three who are one. This is divine, the multiplicity that is one and not the one who is many. So ask the Holy Spirit to gather the fragments of your life and make your mouth, your heart, your hands agree with each other. For by doing so, you will save both yourself and those who listen to you. In the gospel, a fragmented woman 
pours herself out at the Lord's feet. A woman with a wounded life, probably a wounded youth, and she showers Jesus' Jesus' feet with her own tears of repentance. And the Lord, in turn, makes her heart whole again. She threw herself at the Lord's feet, and her many sins have been forgiven. Jesus looks at us, and His eyes pierce through our conscience. His love touches our hearts, and so He resacralizes, He revitalizes us. Saint Therese of Lisieux says in her well-known poem, To Live of Love, Vivre d'Amour, she says, To live of love is to bathe with tears and perfume the holy feet, to wipe them with my hair, to kiss them, then to rise and by thy side to take my place. We are not worthy, but we are elevated and magnified by a God who loves us and gives us a place next to Him. Lord, relying on your mercy, we will be who you lovingly created us to be. Amen.